Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. All right, this is the Walk and Talk Podcast, and I'm your host, Carl Fiadini. We are at the World Food Championships 2023 in Dallas, Texas. All right, so um, obviously I got uh, the Poochie Pooch over here, Chef Pooch Rivera uh, from Louisiana, and uh, hit him up on his uh, his IG, Foodie Patootie. Um, all right, I have with us here in studio this giant <laughs> building, <laughs> the J. Dakota. My, my man. How, I mean, we've been threatening each other for yeah. you to be here doing this for days now. Well, we practically wrestled a couple times. Right? Almost just now. Mark because Henry you're... was going to be there refereeing. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Uh, by, by the way, I was going to tag him in. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I'll be like, hey, uh, I'll be like this. Hey, Mark Henry, uh, um, can you tell me what you think about uh, his like, well, I, it doesn't matter what you... you know, <laughs> I'm not the rock. I, I know that. Oh, okay. I was being the rock. <laughs> oh, you're the rock. I was, gonna, I was going to... I was putting a smack It down. doesn't matter! It doesn't matter what you think. All right. You know, Pooch uh, and I go back like a decade. Yeah, I was about to say. I did not know yeah. that. All right, watch it. Maybe you know longer what? than a decade. Uh, at, least, maybe, yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah longer. At least a decade. I tell you yeah. what. I tell you what. Listen, listen. I am no longer the host of the Walking Talk <laughs> Podcast. The host now, forevermore, for the next eight minutes, is going to be... Poochie Pooch Rivera. Well, I'll ahead, take it go, from baby. this one standpoint. There's two people here right now. Jada Cody is the first person who ever mentioned the word podcast to me. Oh, wow. And I really? looked at him like he was speaking Chinese, Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is that? What's going on? Then there's a lot of other people. Shout out to Chuck P. And, my uh, man. And Chuck P. is My man, too. I love that dude. But very much so. Chuck D. And, um, school, too. Chuck D. Yeah. Public enemy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very much so. Um, but uh, so Jay enlightened me to this world. I want to give a shout out to another person who's Tatum Garden, who's right behind us doing a live feed. But she put me on the old time, New, no, excuse me, the Nola Famous podcast, which has kind of brought us to the fact that there is now an old time New Orleans food podcast. But Jay to Cody, dude. Well, Good to see you, man. I haven't seen you in at least five years. Yeah. And it's great to see we see people back that in food fam, back in a food environment, food competition, and you've been hosting these. You've been kind of been on the forefront of these. I Pretty sure I heard about this, or you were actually the MC when I won the golden ticket to come to the food. Yeah, back um, in Orange Beach days. Back in Orange Beach days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is World Food Championships number eleven, and I've been to eight out of the eleven, including the past 
seven, I guess. I think I was at number two in Las Vegas, and then all of them in Orange Beach, and all of them in Dallas so far. So uh, it's, the World Food Championship has been something I've been a part of uh, quite a bit, like since 2015, been to all of them. So uh, something that, that I kind of put on my calendar every year and, and stay involved in. And now I, I really pretty much show up and host, MC, judge, uh, and and am just kind of one of the faces of the competition in a lot of those ways. Get Good to life. A lot of stuff on stage and a lot of stuff with microphones and uh, and and then a lot of judging and stuff could, like that too. You tell the world out there what it takes to get to that point, but what did you specifically do to get to this point? Well, so you know, World Food Championships is is food sport and and is is culinary competition at its finest uh, and and really kind of taking uh, a lot of what you see on TV and and in competitive cooking and bringing it to. Uh, a, a bigger audience and a, and a field of a larger field of chefs, um, and, and it's not—it's more competitive cooking and not quite as gimmicky as something like a chopped or cutthroat kitchen or guys' grocery games on, on Food Network. Uh, and, and then there's other competitions all over the place. Um, but, but I think a lot of the success that I had on those national platforms, uh, beating Bobby Flay, finishing runner-up on Food Network Star, those kind of things have led me to be kind of in the position where I get to come to something like this and be one of the celebrities of it and be on stage and and host stuff and uh kind of i've proven myself in the competition world on the national tv shows so when i'm at a place like this they just kind of put me on stage instead of having to come compete here well listen you know with with a career in anything whether it's in the kitchen or in the front of the house or i'm an it guy or whatever you do you have a you have your timeline in that field right Mm -hmm. And however it is that you started to get into it, now you're on a trajectory, right? So you, you do some um, Food Network shows, you come here, it's, it's, it's a marriage of, of both worlds, uh, and actually whatever you do you know, in, in, the, in your regular time, regular life, sure. right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're we're all in this journey, and you know, some people are a little bit further along than others in that in that on that path. Yeah. I think that's super cool. And 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 if you look at it in that context or that perspective, around here for the past few days, you see the newcomers, you see some of the the, the folks who've been here, for, you know, m- multiple years and whatnot, mm-hmm. and you see the difference of it. But everybody kind of comes together around the food. Yep. And that, I think, is what the secret sauce is, so to speak. No pun here intended. Um, I, I think that's the secret ingredient. Well, you yeah. know, Jay is really the full package, too, because Jay started off as a kind of food journalist. Mm-hmm. Then you went into the chef world. Then you went into having your own line of products, a restaurant tour after that, then your own radio show. At the same time, juggling being on TV, Food Network star, doing all these things. I mean, you truly are, you know, you're, you got to put you on a pedestal because you've done it all and you're seasoned, yeah. you know? And a lot of people think that they can do one thing and next thing you know, I'm just this. And it's like, no, you've actually eaten crow and actually, you know, made it to the top, ladder by ladder, falling down a couple of steps, going back up. And like, sure. it's, 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 just, it's, it's a good feeling to know you. It's a good feeling to be back here with you, you know, all that stuff. And it's just, and it brings back good memories, man. I'm like, you know, just, Dogging it out in the kitchen with you, and like yeah, you're trying to get things done and dude, last you were, minute. And you, you were know. there for a lot of those super early, like cutting my teeth kind of pop ups and stuff. Uh, cooking at breweries, cooking mm-hmm. at uh, at bed and breakfast, doing yeah, doing, doing uh, pop ups in, in, in restaurants. But uh, but 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 you know, pop ups and trying to sell tickets to, to to creative culinary events where we were just 
playing, mm-hmm. but but trying to trying to make something of it and make a name for ourselves. Very much uh, so. And and doing it through radio and podcasts and social media, but then also through food and through cooking oh, and yeah. and and just building a culinary brand in in all of those ways. And I think you're right. It's kind of that um, that culinary renaissance man mentality of like, I, and I don't think it was. I, I can tell you. It was never something that I thought, this is the path, this is what I want to do. In the next five years, I want to do all of these things. Like, it, it wasn't on your dream board. Oh, right, it wasn't. It just kind of worked out that way. That's just the way that life went. So you mentioned uh, food journalism. What, what was that about? Uh, so I really got into the food world through blogging. And then, and then the next thing that I turned to after the success of the blog was was other carpet, food writing. So I I got a so master's degree in political science and then said I don't want to be a political scientist for the rest of my life. Didn't go on to get a PhD. Taught high school math and coached baseball for two years. Then got a job doing grant writing and policy research for the state of Louisiana. I was bored out of my mind. Started writing about food instead of healthcare grants while I was sitting in a cubicle just being bored. And that food writing turned into a blog, but then the blog turned into other freelance food writing opportunities. And and I was able to write for other magazines and and newspapers. And and, and the food writing is really kind of... For my own blog, and then and then finding ways to write for other publications is what led to hold on radio and podcasts and everything else. Hold on, hold on, hold on, because I'm I, you're talking, you're saying this, and you you said I'm in a cubicle, man, and you're like I'm bored out of my mind. I'm in a cubicle, and your window to the world was the food. The food kind of like opened the horizons. It it literally opened the window for you, figuratively as well. But then you jumped out the window and. You actually made a made a life in it yeah so you you in your confinement you know we all well i mean i've worked i've worked in cubicles uh, for a short period of time too it's brutal and what you did was you said oh man my windows my laptop or you know windows my laptop and i can see the world and then the freaking window opened you jumped out here you are you did all this other stuff to me i think there's a story in that one little piece Mm -hmm. that little piece i think would make a terrific story yeah you don't that that story doesn't no it doesn't stop there no but you fo- that's like the British. focus. I think there I think that would be inspirational to on. millions of people. That part, uh, that vein, man. To me, because when you're talking to me, that's what I hear, and I'm like, my goodness, minutes. that was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. So honestly, most of the most of the true professional keynote speeches that I've done have been so telling a version of that story. That's beautiful. Have been telling the how I quit my day job to eat and drink for a living story. And it goes back all the way to that. To, to the cubicle. To, to, you know, my degrees and teaching and cubicle and leading to there and then and then how I went from taking the risk of quitting that day job and and trying to to eat and drink for a living and 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 then the, and then the journey thereof to get to where I am now but but that that process is a big part of that that, of that speech so so Jay what do you what's what's in the works right now that, that you're uh, what's coming up next for you I mean obviously we're here we're doing this this is this is this is prime time right now what do you have coming up? Yeah, 2024 is going to be uh, going to be a wild one. I've got a, a few big things on the calendar already. I, I should be in Puerto Rico the month of July, and I'll be teaching a college class in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, the month of September. Um, 
and uh, the rest of the year, we'll I'm, all, I'm going to be all over the place. I'm going to be doing a few As food a tours, uh, some like where I'm cooking, some where I'm just traveling and uh, experiencing I'm and inviting people to come with I'm me. I know I'm going to be booking a lot of a lot of catering and private dinners and stuff like that in between. When I'm home, right, uh, the calendar's starting to fill up already. I'll be in Washington, D.C. for an event called Washington Mardi Gras. That's a big Louisiana celebration of culture in DC our Mardi nation's Gras. capital. Yeah, D.C. Mardi Gras. I'll, I'll, I'll be there in late January. Um, I mean, I could pull out the calendar and start flipping through it. Most of it, It's mostly full already. You will see our chefs and their strength. Your calendar is full, unlike me, right, at this moment here. You know, we have two Louisiana boys sitting here. And we really have to give the props to Billy Nungesser, Lieutenant Governor, State of Louisiana, who really is, helps out chefs and showcases Louisiana seafood, Louisiana industry, Louisiana culture to the world. And, and, and he's really propelling a lot of chefs and giving them those platforms to be able to go to D.C. Mardi Gras, go to different things in different cities. And I was, I've had the honor to you know, go with you and Ryan Andre to Austin and do all these different things with chefs that the state you know, takes care of the tab and make sure that we're showcasing our bounty to you know the world and it's it's, it's a great opportunity so shout out to the lieutenant's governor's office yeah the, they, the, the lieutenant governor's office provided some funding for a louisiana team that's here right now there's a bunch of sponsors but louisiana seafood's one of them and that was awesome we got to cook with them last night at their airbnb the nice soft show crawfish we used chiwis oh as the God. batter i mean we, then topped it with that sauce it was amazing dude it was amazing if you weren't at the bar last night we would have been able to be invited that's my favorite mezcal bar in all the land. I, I had to be there. My, dude, let me tell you something. So I, I, I wasn't, I'm not a big, you know, crawfish guy. Like I, whatever that y'all did last night, Chef Jeffrey Schlissel did last night. Legit? I want, I, I want that in my life on a regular basis now. I feel like I'm going to gain another 15 pounds, man. Damn it. I, I don't want to. Like, come hang on Louisiana. You will. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know. It's easily. It's, it's literally, it, they're happy weight. It's happy weight, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This, this SOB over here, he gave me 25 pounds I put on and not a lot of time. Come on, man. It was the best, funnest 25 pounds you've ever put on. I've been saying it. I have been absolutely saying it. I was Mickey. He was Rocky. And I was like, oh, you got to go five more, Rocky. Come on, five more slices of bacon. Have another piece of bacon. Another piece. You're a bum, I can't do it. I can't do it, Mick. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Really crazy. Anyway, how, do, how does everybody find you? Jay Ducote on all social media channels at J-A-Y-D-U-C-O-T-E. J-A-Y-D-U-C-O-T-E. Uh, so that's Instagram. Uh, Facebook page, Jay Ducote, uh, Twitter or X, TikTok, all of it. JayDakote.com as well, and then there's links to all that. Uh, and so, yeah, find uh, all those social platforms and, and the website. What we'll do, um, we'll get on the calendar, we'll do a call-in, and we'll get a little bit deeper into yeah. kind of like the, your, man, the some that. roots of this. Okay? Oh, I would love that, man. Yeah, That's, that would be great, man. Yeah, let's schedule that for sure. I appreciate you being but, on the program. Yeah, so glad y'all are here at the World Food Championships. I love this event. Uh, and, and this is such a great place for you guys to be with this with this Thank podcast you. and this show. Makes I, all the sense of the world. I freaking love this. The team, we all freaking love Good. it. Thanks for having us here. Miss Silent John. I sent him a text. I literally sent him a text about 30 minutes ago saying, bro, wish you was here, man. Wish you was here. Just like that. All right. Poochie Pooch, appreciate you being on this uh, on this episode. Thank you very much. We are out. One minute remaining. Thank you, Jack. Love you, boy. I appreciate you. Love you, bud. We have our fifth.
Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing. Deliver healthy taste options to clientele and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com. (laughs) 